Hello, Joel. Hello, Tim. You ever realize how great refrigeration is? Are you saying your AC is finally on? Um, maybe. It might be. I don't know. I was just looking at the produce in my fridge and thought, wow, what a time to be alive. Moon pie. It doesn't even tie into wrestling. I'm just, fridges are great. Why are we doing? What? 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 Why are we here? What are we doing here? I don't know. I don't prep an intro. You know this. I mean, uh, once in a while, I copy and pasted what Joel put for Shayna Baszler's name. So he later corrected it, but I didn't bother to look at his follow-up message. So anyway, good lord, I have I have low bars for this show. Whatever, she's getting buried. We're not even going to be talking about her in a few months, right? That's the, is, oh. that, is that the bit? That's the bit. Here so, we are. Who cares how her name is spelt? Because she's going underground. Oh yeah, she is just <laughs> going. Just they're just burying her right down to the, right down to the bottom and stuff. Uh, listen, okay, let's get right to the business. Here we are. This is Tim and Joel calling the ring. We're here every Tuesday right now, 7 p.m. Eastern. We're also live on Sundays at noon Eastern doing the Smack Pack, talking about SmackDown, talking about, well, this past couple of weeks, AEW Dynamite, and talking about Impact, talking about NXT UK. Okay, okay. Right now, we're here, and we're talking about, oh, God. We're talking about Raw. <laughs> we're talking about Raw! Great show. Great show last night. So let me, let me point this out first, because we are going to do the Shayna discourse, aren't we? I guess I don't, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're gonna have. So we have the match. It, it's Reggie Reggie versus Shayna. And I told you last week. I told you last week, Shayna was gonna get the leg, and it was gonna go the stanky leg, and then Reggie was gonna roll her up and pin her and get the three. And everyone was like, "No way, Reggie can lose this match." Or no, no way, Reggie's Reggie's gonna win this match. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, Reggie didn't beat anyone else, and Reggie's been made to look the fool. Can't Come lose. On. He's a great man, great wrestler, great sommelier. And so Reggie wins to the shock of what should have been nobody. Yeah. You know, roll up city last night in general. <laughs> yes. Roll, roll ups and distractions. That's what yeah, we do on. Raw. Yeah, yeah. So I'm asking the question, is it bad booking? Is she being buried or is she maximizing her minutes? Cause you and I have talked about this on multiple shows, Tim, that she keeps losing, but she keeps getting put on TV in prime spots, and now she's about to have some sort of feud with Alexa Bliss, who is extremely popular with yeah. a subset of fans that some people might not enjoy. Yeah, yeah, there's some weirdos. Still there. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I think this is actually cause to be optimistic. I think that was a great setup for a new feud, right? She just chucked Reggie off his swing, <laughs> beat him up. And then it's wonderful. it was clearly like a transition to a feud with Alexa. I'm yeah, fine exactly. with that. I think that that's it, it's it's transitioning her into a singles feud, which is still going to have Reginald and, and Naya in the, you know, within it. But I, I think it's good. I think it's going to sh- like recast Shayna Baszler as a much more like dominant force. I think she's going to have a good feud with Alexa. I don't know that she'll win the feud. I don't know that she's coming out on top, but it'll at least bring her back into a, a more interesting storyline. And whatever, she'll get a pay-per-view match out of it. So that isn't tag team nonsense. I'll go back to the original conversation. Hmm. When she came in, when Shayna Baszler came in, she was known as this 
MMA kick-ass person who did moves and won championships. She was an ass kicker. Great. And then Vince decided, no, I want more. I want a character. Yeah. And the best thing they could have done with her was what they've done putting her with Nia because Mm -hmm. she plays off of her perfectly. There is more character in Shayna Baszler than there ever has been, in my opinion. Does that mean she's being booked well? No. No, like there's probably better ways to have done this. I think that the doll fight is going to be like, it's weird. They've just handed Bray's character to Alexa. (laughs) Like, no doubt, but whatever. It's something. It's something instead of nothing, which being the tag championship was still, or the tag champion was still like a, it was borderline nothing. Like they had some dorky bits. Like, I don't mind the Reginald stuff, honestly, but yeah. I mostly laugh at it. And, yeah. and I, 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 cause I, I, because I don't take this shit seriously, but yeah. also because I see Shayna's, Shayna's booking, Shayna's moments on TV. I see it as her opportunity to be more of a person and less of a MMA ass kicker, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, she's still got elements of that. Like that sit down, like we got to have a chat. You see how I handle my business was like, good. Liked it. Yeah. I, I just want that. And I'm fine with that. I don't think she's getting buried. And I think people who think, you know, that because let me put it like this. If you're not on TV, you're buried. You're probably getting buried. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if you're on TV, you're not getting buried. That's like, (laughs) like, what do you, okay. I mean, if she disappears after this, sure. But I don't, that doesn't seem like where that's going at all. Yeah. It's a very straightforward conversation to have. If you've ever, Worked in the sphere, they're not actively making her look stupid to the point where she's completely unbelievable because yeah. she keeps getting caught in the stupidest of positions, but that doesn't mean she's working stupidly. No, That's like she she's been in like all of these kind of comedy spots, which is interesting because again, it is developing her character because she's been no nonsense the entire time. She just has had to put up with a bunch of nonsense because it brought her to gold for a little while. So it makes sense. It's fine. It's good. Let's talk about gold. Hold on. When the, I just want to say a little bit, a little bit that was nice, funny. Reginald Nijax after Reggie's match, uh, when he spoke French, he said, perfect. I'll see you later. And she's like, I love it when you talk like that. And that's like, that's a very <laughs> boring thing to say. Like, <laughs> That's true. I like that. Um, <laughs> and if you like the video, go ahead, tap the like. Maybe you just want to do it because it's my birthday and you want to be nice. And I appreciate that. In the meantime, you can also subscribe to us here because we're here often enough and we got more content coming your way. More content coming our way comes from Eva Marie because here we are. It's round five. Another package. She's training. <laughs> She's in the ring. She's going to be the best. She's going to manage someone, Tim. Yeah, I know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe she's not. Maybe they've changed it. So the the general, again, the discourse has been that she's going to come in. She's going to manage somebody. Is it going to be someone from NXT? Is it going to be someone from NXT UK? Is it going to be someone who's been injured? What do we think? Who could she really do well managing? Well, we've talked about it before. Please, for the love of God, let it be Nikki Cross, because her new character is apparently feisty gnome. <laughs> like, who's okay who's okay with uh just surviving for two minutes at a time yeah 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 that's a that's a victory just being a weird little leprechaun running around <laughs> scottish i know but whatever not like when Vince she knows show- the difference 
<laughs> well, no, no, that one he does because he's got a thing for that. It's when true. Sh- it's true. Yeah, he does know. He's got Drew and Seamus, and you know, God knows, lean into when it. When she showed up, when she showed up as a lumberjack, I sat there and I said, "People are going to be so excited until they see what happens next." <laughs> yeah, because all they're doing now is putting her in these positions where, yeah, listen, is she going to get into the into the women's championship picture because of it? Yep. Is she believably going to win that Raw Women's Championship? Nope. nope. <laughs> and that's and again, that's not a burial. She's still maximizing her minutes because she is absolutely making the most of the opportunities. But the way that she's being booked looks extra stupid because she sits there and she's like, I made it two minutes with the champ. I made it two minutes with the woman who's challenging the champion. That's four minutes. I deserve a title shot. And that's I- going to be enough for someone. It, what makes it extra stupid is not necessarily just that it's about her her two minutes of survival. It's running around and being like, ha cha 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 cha, you can't catch me. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like that's that's what makes it look stupid. Who else? Who else could it be? If Eva Marie comes in and doesn't manage Nikki Cross, let's say she's bringing somebody in. Ooh. You and I have started watching a little bit of NXT UK. Yes. There was a, I, I said at one point, Kaylee Ray, because if you want to make it look big and you want to make it look bombastic and you want to make Kaylee Ray look like a complete jerk, <laughs> I'm getting messages saying I know who it is, uh, <laughs> then maybe. But what if it's Piper Niven? Someone completely on the opposite. Yeah, we haven't seen her in a little while, right? Yes. Yeah. The last time we saw her on UK, she was what managing Jack Stars, and they're in a friendship that was going mostly nowhere. They had a match, and that was about it. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The only one I can, other person I can think of who's been like kind of absent is Mia Yim, and that would be god awful. <laughs> and I think she's doing SmackDown, right? Hopefully. Uh, supposedly. I mean, we've been waiting on that one for weeks. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a whole other can of worms. So. We'll move on. I think the Eva Marie stuff is starting to get, to me, a little stale. And if they're really waiting and waiting and waiting, I can't really wait much longer. To Dude, with a delivery like that, it comes out stale. Like, it really does. You know what was also pretty stale? What? Watching Drew McIntyre get another title shot. The yeah. match, the match was great. Yes, yes, fine. But imagine if that match had happened last week and there wasn't a stupid schmoz finish to make us sit through it a second week. Yep. Yeah, I don't, I guess it's just stretching it out. Again, whenever they have the five week build, they just spend at least one week like waffling. They don't, they don't know what to do and they would just want to stretch it out. So it's like they take a week off, right? Like they just do the easiest stuff, kind of stretch one week's worth of content over two and then start the build. So you're, you're right. We talked about it last week. You get five weeks in between pay-per-views and Vince doesn't know what to do for anything more than three weeks building to a pay-per-view. So we're getting these repetitive weeks where it's just absolutely God awful. But again, the match was good. They, what did we do? The swinging future shock DDT was hilarious. Yeah. The trouble <laughs> in paradise still looks good and it's protected Kofi's finisher where, uh, you know, it was still, uh, grab the ropes at two. Oh yeah. That yeah, was okay. a good one. Yep. 
The Claymore. I was like, he kicked out. <laughs> he, kicked, he kicked out, but he didn't kick out. He didn't he kick grabbed, out. Yeah, he grabbed the ropes. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, having having that Claymore coming off the top rope from Kofi was just a really fun finish. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I Again, I did not like that it's, again, Drew and Bobby. I know. I don't, I don't know what we're doing. Like, I don't know why I care anymore. Like, let it move on. Like, Drew had a great run. Well, I think. I think. I know a lot of people are critical. But I actually really like Drew. I thought he held it. For a great run, he had good feuds with with Orton and stuff. Like I don't, it's time to move on. Like I want to see new faces in there, and like he can I, drop to the mid card. That's fine. I see it in the chat. People are saying, you know, Kofi deserves it, and that's all I'm going to say. Or someone saying, you know, Kofi does. Kofi pinned Randy Orton and Bobby Lashley in the same night. That was it. And then we got another one saying nobody would have believed if Kofi had won that he would have beaten Bobby. I don't care. Kofi and Bobby having a good match at Hell in a Cell would have elevated both men's stock. Because guess what? We just did this with Roman and Cesaro. Did anyone think Cesaro was going to win that match? Nope. Nope. But did they have a very good match? Yep. Yep. And that's the thing. Like, I'd be fine with Kofi. I don't want... I don't... I'd rather see Bobby retain over Kofi. I'm not as big of a Kofi fan as a lot of people. He's good. Like, it's just... I don't know. I just want something different. That's yeah, my same. whole situation. Like, mix it up. Like it just any other opponent at this point. I don't care who it is. Uh, and I get the idea that Drew has been, Drew has been on top of this since WrestleMania, since, since Royal Rumble 2020. Yeah. When they played that back, I was like, no, this has been a good run. Please move on. Like, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm looking for something else. If Drew wins, then it's really to get Drew, and this is the discourse for the last few, really since Mania, that it's to get the belt back on Drew so that he gets to be the guy in front of the fans. Which, sure, I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, okay, here's an idea. Don't make him a one-time champion. Revisit it in the future. Like, you have the ability to do that. It doesn't mean he needs to do it right now. Like, you don't need to run back his whole run just because he didn't have the chance to get it in front of fans. Like yeah. you made him, you made him a top guy. Keep him there. <laughs> you don't need to keep him literally at like the main event. It doesn't make any sense to me. And this is something that you and I talked about on SmackPack on the SmackDown side of things, where we have Alistair Black coming back, taking out Big E, and now their feud is about to happen at the top of the mid card because both men can feud with each other over a story and not over a title. Yeah. Let it's Drew go into that position. You've done it for decades, WWE. You know how to do this. Yeah, exactly. I'm being I'm being called out for saying the word Discord. You have discourse. said it quite a few times. I know, because it's, <laughs> I was about to make a joke in the chat that it's my word of the date calendar. Oh, but it's got not, it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't use a calendar. Yeah. Uh, you know calendars. what? But I can give you a calendar because here's what's going to happen next week. Cedric and Shelton are going to have another damn match. And mm-hmm. this time, Shelton's going to get a 10-second victory, and nothing happens again. Yeah, I, I'm glad that they're doing... Like I said, I think they're just doing this because they broke up a tag team, and it would feel wrong to them to not make a pay-per-view match out of that. So they're going to do a mid-card feud with these two, and it's just like... They'll keep doing it again and again, and then what will happen is the two going into Money in the Bank... They're going to have to have a qualifying match or someone, a whole bunch of qualifiers. I keep, yeah. Cedric and Shelton will be a qualifying match. They'll revisit it one more time. And that's the way it is. Elias has seen the light. It's good. 
Clad with this, Elias got them sick abs now. Holy hell! He always did. He just <laughs> I know, never got just, to see it, him without the shirt. I know, and it's crazy. And it looks like he hasn't eaten in three days. But damn! <laughs> Honestly, if th- if those are the decisions that he makes when he doesn't eat, <laughs> keep fasting, my friend. Yeah, oh my god! Like anyway, it's good to see him get away from this nonsense. I, and Riker with his <laughs> thousand yard stare for their Memorial Day thing was a bit uncomfortable. I I am nervous that Riker is going to be made into the face here. Ew. Why? And that Vince <laughs> thinks that if he does the uh, Riker was a soldier and has PTSD, you must cheer him because he served your country. If that's where he's thinking he can go with this, enough people are not going to like it. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Americans love a bit of stolen valor, I guess, eh? That's the thing they oh. care about. <laughs> Worked for Sergeant Slaughter, didn't he? Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no confusing Sergeant Slaughter with an actual like military. Uh, uh. You, you want to talk about a guy who should be buried, who should be jobbed out, who should be not on our TV screens weekly. That's the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Does not work. I'm ready for something else anything else and i'm also ready for rhea ripley to have promos that make some damn sense yeah she's not a vampire we learned that much this week about her character maybe we will learn something else about who she is she's she's uh, a mean girl is what i'm getting she's a schoolyard like bully bully yeah that's the that's her character i'm tired of the bully stuff like it's like i don't understand it i don't know well i don't know they're targeting children (laughs) it's relatable I'm very happy with the discourse going on in our chat right now, because I think we're all united in that Raw has really not been giving us much by way of character development. No, it's it's the most. Uh, like uh, I said, you, we've got we've got a petulant gnome now. Uh, yep. Rhea is not a vampire. And apparently the stupidest thing she's ever heard is someone saying, are you a vampire? Which she kind of looks like a vampire. Like, Yeah, I mean, she's got the, yeah, she's got the, it's all black. Yeah, it was some she's canned got the, the ass dialogue. Then, My God, the Miz is back. He didn't die, I guess. Yeah, she can't be a vampire because uh, she was fine when Morrison had the garlic on. Yeah, exactly. So she didn't Rita's like the smell. Right? Oh, no, Charlotte didn't like the smell. <laughs> if you like the smell of garlic around your neck, I don't know what to tell you. Garlic's great. Let me give you at least two things from Raw that I was happy with. What? The first is Jimmy Smith. He's yeah, he was, joined, he was good. Yeah. Yeah. So he joined the team. This was his first week. And we talked about it over on Twitch today on the Fightful side of things. And Jimmy Smith had a great first week. You could not necessarily tell when Corey and Jimmy and Byron were talking. Like there was, there was good flow in between the three of them. It worked. Yeah. And he had a lot to say. And he said at the right time, everything carried. I'm good with that. Yeah, he was good. No, no complaints. I hope to see more. I hope he's not overproduced because as we've learned, other people who have come in and taken the job, uh, they are not produced the first week. And then suddenly we find out that they are in subsequent weeks. He so talked about having Vince in his ear, though, this week. So I think he, he was right, right in the in the fire. All right. I, I didn't know that. I didn't hear that. So yeah. if that's the case, then sure. Either way, good job. I'll take it. First week. Do the win. Here are the other things I liked. On screen last night, Mansoor, Ali, 
Mace, T-Bar, and Lucha House Party, and the Viking Raiders. Now mm. I will tell you right up front that the Viking Raiders and Mansoor's segment got awful. Yeah, I mean, battle cry. They're going back on the road. You got to get ready to go that, back okay. on the road. If you're going to criticize it for that, that's literally every single segment they had this week was we're going back on the road. <laughs> but if we're going back on the road, you have to get ready to be back on the road. And they have to eat to get back on the road. And don't forget, in your car, get some gas because you're going back on the road. Because <laughs> WWE doesn't cover that shit. <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. But I like I like Ali coming back and I like Ali just being like, you shouldn't trust anybody. And Mansoor just saying, why do I trust you? Which is good because I was like, well, that's a stupid thing to say. He should. Oh, there he goes. Okay, cool. Eh, fine. Yeah, it worked. I just, I, we're going back on the road. <laughs> a lot of my <sighs> friends, Tim, were back on the road and they went to Florida and they went to Jacksonville and they watched AEW Double or Nothing this past Sunday. That's we weren't dope. there. No. We were watching along on YouTube. Sorry, on <laughs> on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. We enjoyed the show. Mm-hmm. A lot. It was, I liked it. It was a good show. A it was a tad long. We've gotten used to that, I guess. No! That's everyone else is complaining about the length. I don't care. I don't care that a pay-per-view is four hours long because they only do them once a quarter. Right? I don't care. Didn't mind. Didn't bother me. Okay. My I think feeling. WWE does too many pay-per-views. That's my opinion. Uh, apparently something big is happening tomorrow for WWE. Take that as you will. Um, that's coming from Sean and, and others. Isn't so, NXT also must watch? Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we open up Double or Nothing with Hangman and Brian Cage. Uh, sorry, going back. I, I will go back to the, to the length of the shows. Um, the only reason it feels long to me is because at one point we got to a part of the show where we were like, oh, right. The sting tag is happening. Yeah, just the the pacing started to get a little bit ugh, at one point. Yeah, yeah. I mean um, that's that's a pay per view. It's an event. You sit your ass at like when I watch like UFC stuff, it's like seven hours total. So like ah, I don't know. Some of it's background noise, right? I, I most people shouldn't be this fixated on this, right? My, Plus so the cost. My, the cost is the other thing I'll say. Like they're not yes. cheap, so I want a spectacle if I'm going to pay for that. Like that is a very good point. My my only other point when it comes to the timing is that. Would it make sense to you knowing that TNT once a quarter was going to be given a super card? Would that make it more likely or more okay for the pay-per-views to run a little shorter? Or would you still want them to be four plus hours? No, see, that's what I don't like about, like, I don't like AEW's dumb, weird shows. Same thing with Impact. They have like two, like they've got two competing services or not competing, but like two services to deal with. And I, I hate it. Like, I don't like that they make every, like, it feels like there's a special thing every two weeks. It's like uh, AEW with their, whatever, Leprechaun Day, uh, the St. Pat's one. <laughs> St. Patrick's like, Day all, Slam. Yeah, like, all of that stuff. I don't care. I hate it. It's dynamite under a, a different name. Like, it makes no difference to me. I I miss, like, traditional, like, at most once a month pay-per-views. Like, no brands, no, like, just... Just do a thing. <laughs> Just one special night a month at most. Like, and I, I, I prefer the quarters. I, if they're going to do that, yeah, I think they should shorten the pay-per-views. If they're going to do these big, long cards every, like, every so often, too. But, yeah. I think it's fair. I think, honestly, part of my issue that I take with it is less that it's a long card 
is that afterwards for the stuff that I do, I'm sitting through post shows, media scrums, things like that. Yeah. And that's, that that's a elongates. you problem. <laughs> that's a like, me problem. I agree. I know I'm not alone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, it's just one of the things that kind of comes with what you're doing is yeah. sitting. I don't need Tony Khan 45 minutes a- after an hour of interviews. Tony Khan comes and gives a 45 minute presser and answers questions that I don't necessarily care to hear him answer. Well, that's the thing. So like, but the content that they're producing show wise shouldn't be to target those people. Like I don't give a rat's ass about the presser. So I don't pay attention. I make you tell me about what happened after. Fair. <laughs> so like, also, yeah, I'm seeing JK Schwalle in the chat saying start an hour earlier. I agree. If the uh, show started at seven, I'd be fine with that. Start the buy-in at six 30, go right into your match. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's fine. Works for me. Okay, let's talk about the actual <laughs> show. Hey, my page, Brian Cage. We're doing things out of order. We're just kind of going as what was good. Good opener. Right? So good. So good. Very pleased with this match. Like, crazy pleased with it. Like, this... I'll tell you right now, this felt, to me... I had kind of high expectations for it. And it felt like what Drew and Bobby at WrestleMania, like what I expected it to be with the fans and stuff, you know? Um, but these two delivered, whereas Drew and Bobby, like good match, but it started kind of the nerves and the delays, I think, got to them. So this this really felt strong. Really, really dug it. Yeah, Paige came out way over as expected. At with the his same stupid time. gear. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm fine with it. Um, <laughs> he was defined down a bit during the pandemic, so... Uh, some people were wondering how would people react to Hangman Page coming out during a pay-per-view. But I think because there's this whole AEW title at all out theory that's been going around that people are kind of backing it. Adam Page being like, we're closer. We're getting closer to him being a champion again. Yeah, I, I mean, it, he walked out and you could tell he is over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Cage, again, teasing his departure from Team Tess. Mm-hmm. Respect finish. I called it. You did. Yeah. But hook. <laughs> but hook. But there hook. you go. What's up? Anyway, okay. <laughs> Next match. <laughs> Fox and Gibson took on Rod and Todd Buck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And the They're finish went the as expected. I said Mox and Kingston, but I knew in my heart. <laughs> of course. Rod and uh, Todd Buck don't lose. They bloody well should, though. (laughs) They were happy to get their shoes back, though. Ugh, yeah, I guess. I guess. On BTE, they were cutting promos about buying shoes and getting, taking no L's and $1,500, no problem for shoes. I know how much you love spending money on shoes. So Mox took the pin. Yeah, yeah, that was the big surprise, right? (laughs) Yeah, he really wanted to put them over strong. I guess they need it. Those young, those young bucks. So young, Rod and so Todd. promising. So Rod, so Todd, so bucks. <laughs> I, I don't know. They got to learn how to deliver their stupid knee. <laughs> I, they're doing it safely. I got, I got it. It's Bunch boring. of old WWF callbacks to the way that they were wrestling an old school tag match. I enjoyed yep. that. Yeah, yeah. They do that. They do that stuff well. They always have, right? And, and we talked about it on the show when they were doing this as faces. I wasn't really getting into it. Now that they're heels and they can kind of make it more obnoxious and meta. Oh yeah, I'm fine with it because now it's just like I hate it and them. I should hate yeah. it. Big prefer them as heels. Like they are much better in this role, and they're choosing yeah. stuff that I legitimately can't stand. So they're getting mad heat from me. <laughs> speaking of heats and speaking of heels, the biggest heel of the next match was the Sun 
because we had the buy-in match for the NWA Women's title. It was Rio and Serena Deeb. Oh, boy. It was really good. I did, like, you know, Deeb's put on two tremendous matches in a row for me, which I enjoy. Yeah, so. and, and just watching Serena Deeb come back from injury and have these matches, especially against someone like Riho, who, again, is tiny and yeah. was able to be ragdolled throughout the entire match. Big, big win. Loved it. Yeah, Those she came knees, off as fierce. Like Yes, uh, love it. Love the ending. Just Serena just going after the knee, smacking into the mat just to get to that finishing sequence. Big, big, big fan. I mean, you know, if she can actually do this in NWA, maybe Billy's on to something. Maybe he will get that run at the top. <laughs> Find out this weekend when they have a pay-per-view that they just announced the card for. And the show is about six days away. Uh, did you see the photo of Serena Deeb wearing her woman of a thousand hold shirt with Dean Malenko, the man of a thousand holds? No. Very happy to see that. It's That's nice. cool. Dean Malenko seems cool. Also happy to see Mark Henry. He is all elite. And the dude who found out about the story and broke it on the internet. You know how he found out about it? How? Grinder. Happy Pride Month, Tim. <laughs> he matched with someone on Grinder. The person said, are you staying at the Omni? And they said, I just saw a guy from the WWF. Do you want to guess who it is? And they found out is Mark Henry. That's awesome. <laughs> He'll be a part of Rampage. He's a coach. He's an analyst. Whatever that's going to mean. Because Friday on Dynamite, he's going to speak. Any extra thoughts on Mark Henry joining AEW? It's fine. There's too many damn people. Like, I don't. I'm not. Again, I'll say it a thousand times. I'm not a nostalgia guy. I don't care. <laughs> Fair. Like, uh, yeah, he's slimmed down, though. That's good. Is he? He's an analyst for a fake sport. I don't care. Fake? What are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> you, you fucking heard me. Yep. Well, I'm over it. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> do we? Do we want to talk about it? I think. Oh man, I said so much about my piece on this when it happened. Homelander. He looks like on. Homelander. Like <laughs> it's. It's so. It's crazy how flashy that was. <laughs> Oh boy, taking on the Olympian in one hell of a crowd dying moment. Yeah. 40 chess is how we've been discussing this heel turn. Again, if he does that, it's not the audience to be playing around with this for. Oh, Because they're not going to get it. (laughs) And I don't think Cody is. I think... He would look at someone like Homelander and be like, yeah, dominant. (laughs) (laughs) And the veterans and the dog. That dog was so cute and looked so damn sad, Tim. He's got PTSD. What do you want? He's a sad doggo. They made him do awful shit. (sighs) It was so bad. He he, he did the vertebraker for Christ's sake. So boring. Boring finish. I don't know what we were expecting. I didn't expect him to come out looking like Homelander. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the only thing that saved the 40 chess theory for me. Which, again, it's not, this is a dangerous audience to be doing that with. (laughs) Like, you, you, so we're, we're recording this series that we're going to put out where you show me these promos. And I saw the Hard Times promo by his damn daddy for the first time in my life. And the contrast between that and who Cody is was just like glaring. It's like mid Reagan, post Reagan. Awful. 
I yeah, and, and like Hannah saying in the chat, that one deflated us. Yes, holy it did. hell, yeah. And I think you know, like some of the lengthiness that that match dragged for me. Friday on Dynamite, Cody and Lee Johnson team up to take on QT Marshall and Anthony Akoko. Cool. All right, let's move on. Lee Johnson's on the wrong side of history. Holy hell. (laughs) Not if you're Cody. It's Sting and Darby (laughs) Allen taking on Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Sting Sting did a good job. Yep. Six years away from the ring, he had to prove that he had what it took. He did. And he did. He did. Again, not a nostalgia guy, but Sting did good. Good stinging. <laughs> uh, he's here to play the hits, and that's fine with me, because yeah, honestly, it, that's fine. And he's going to wrestle every once in a while, especially if he's going to do this style where he still hops around and does some crazy shit. Good for me. That crossbody wasn't total ass. That's good. Good job. Yeah. Well, and, and I see it in the chat. Ethan Page completely yeeting. Darby Allen into the crowd of dark guys was hilarious. Yeah, I, I popped pretty hard for that. <laughs> yeah. No buckle bombs in this match, but Paige and Sky look good in defeat. What's yep. next for Sting and Darby Allen? What do you think? That's a good question. I actually don't have any ideas. Darby's gonna Darby's mad over too. He so. is. Um, maybe you can do Darby and Kenny on yeah. TV as a thing and then eventually get to Sting and Darby having a match against each other could be at all out, yeah. could be at full gear. I don't know. Yeah, I think we're working our way there, but it might. I, I would expect Darby versus Sting a little bit longer. They're going to keep them together. Yeah, but Bucks and Darby and Sting would be another one that you could yeah. do, tell that story. I like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just that's just a good good match. I'm hoping that Paige and Sky are able to do their next steps, maybe break apart, do their own thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't know, don't know what they would do, but I'd like to see it. I also like seeing Orange Cassidy, Pac, and Kenny Omega in their AEW world title match. Another match. Again, we go back Killer. going back to Cesaro and Roman and the and the conversation, because I won't use yep. discourse, about <laughs> <laughs> going back to that conversation about outcomes we expected. We knew Kenny Omega would walk out with the 100%, AEW championship. No doubt about it. Yeah. But it was still a really, really good match. Yeah. Just it was my, it was very good. Like Go ahead. No, if you if you have a moment that you loved about it, tell me. Uh, I mean, just just watching Orange Cassidy in that capacity, main event, like he did a lot of stuff that just like I I, I don't know. I was excited for it for for a guy who has such an odd gimmick. Like it just it worked so well with Kenny, him being defiant get, despite getting his ass beats. Like the pockets on the turnbuckle bit were pretty good. Like yeah, it's very very good. Pack hits the Falcon Arrow. No, not the Falcon Arrow. He what does he call it? The 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 Black Arrow. Yeah. I called. I wrote down Falcon Arrow. Anyway, Don Callis just yells shit and runs some commentary. <laughs> goes down to ringside, and then we get into the whole thing with Kenny using all the belts to hit Pac. Comedy. That was great. I loved it. Like Pac's a bastard, and like he he was just like a tour de force in terms of athleticism during this match. So having. Kenny have to do that to keep a to keep his ass down. It's great. It's great because Kenny's you know a dastardly uh, villain. I found it interesting that Kenny didn't want to pin Orange Cassidy. He yeah. like threw him out of the ring and saw him for some reason as the bigger threat, despite the fact that Pac was the one kicking Kenny's ass most of the time. Well, do we see that's a the, I match? think I yeah I think maybe actually because the story through the match was that 
like Orange Cassidy just wouldn't die. Like Kenny was whooping his ass quite a bit and he just he was defiant, right? So I think that maybe they are transitioning to that. Plus how over Orange Cassidy is, you know, whereas Pac's not quite there because he hasn't had the opportunity to, ha- to spend that much time on TV because of the travel restrictions and everything. So all three men worked really, really hard to make us believe that the outcome could be in jeopardy. Yeah, they did a very good job. Like they knew they knew going into it that it was that it was going to be Kenny, but they had to make it believable. And they did a very good job until you got to the end. And then it was just like, this is stupid, but it's really Perfect I, yeah, I got no after. problem with that end. That's a very wrestling end, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed a little bit of the Casino Battle Royale, which was originally supposed to be the Christian Cage Outwork Everyone Battle Royal Invitational. Yes. And he comes out first, and Matt Seidel comes out second. And then for some reason, Christian Cage is outside on the floor sleeping for most of for the match. For most of the match. <laughs> All the way to the point where Leo Rush is the Joker and all of us on the watch along are both excited, confused, happy. Why not? I liked it. Uh, Rush and Matt Seidel were eliminated way earlier than I expected. Way too early, if you ask me. Like they, They could have put on a more interesting show with that, I think. But this match was meh. It was kind of meh. The ending, big, big, big satisfy. Wasn't expecting that at all, so... Uh, when I saw Jungle Boy as one of the last three, I kind of realized uh, there's no Might way be. they can let him not, you know, lose another battle royal that he's made to the end. It would have looked bad. But yeah. I like that they went with Jungle Boy. I like that it makes sense that Christian, who wants to outwork everyone and get his way to the top, doesn't need to do it by winning a battle royal. No. And maybe he just can't anymore. Maybe he learns that over this time. <laughs> he came out on Dark Elevation and... Uh, Gave his kudos to Jungle Boy, and yeah. then Hardy Party took out Christian Cage. So yeah. I guess Christian's going to get himself some friends, and we'll have some six man tag action. We'll do Hardy versus Cage. Why not? It's versus yeah, Christian, yeah, I guess. exactly. It's going to be Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage in a feud for a little bit, which I, I enjoy. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, Friday, we got Nick Camarado taking on Dustin Rhodes in a bull rope match. Set up oh, via the Battle Royal. I was like, why is Dustin coming out with a bull rope? Is he a cowboy now? He's a man with a half-painted face. I don't believe him as a cowboy. And then someone was like, oh, it's from the bull rope match. I was like, yes, I remember he wrestled one bull rope match. That doesn't make it part of his identity. And then, oh, they're just setting up another bull rope match. All I can remember from Dustin Rhodes being a part of that match is Max Caster. Dustin, look at me. Dustin, Dustin, look at me. Yo, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, 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 yo. yeah. He lost his his, his way mid rap because of that, and it's like, dude, if it's not quite right, you just carry on. Like you don't try to make. It's not critical that Dustin be staring you in the eyes when you say this. Like, it's very strange. Yeah, I also don't understand why people need to rappel down the side of a stadium when they're making their <laughs> entrance. But here we are, in the stadium stampede. Yeah, I mean, oh, okay. I ooh, I love I love this match. I don't care. There's a lot of criticism of it, but I enjoyed it. It was very very fun. Uh, was the repelling was hokey as hell. Yes. Uh, no, ridiculous in the best kind of way. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Minus um, there was some stuff that I was like, okay, that's enough of that. Like when when Sean Spears was doing, they were trying to repeat their past success with the Sammy stuff, and I was like, try hard. <laughs> you guys don't need like you got to create new moments don't recreate your memes like 
I talked about it last week with you, and we did it in our uh, in our double or nothing predictions. They did a really good job of telling individual stories with both teams. Yes, everybody was paired off. Everybody had a foil. That was the way the match should have been, and that's the way that they did the match. So I was really entertained. Did I love FTR and LAX in a gay bar? I mean, in a bar where there were no women and only a bunch of guys, and FTR was wearing the the scarves. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Listen, I'm I'm a I'm. Come on, I'm a fan. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? I'm an ally, and it was hilarious. Conan as the DJ for LAX was a wonderful callback. Yeah, it was fine. That bar was clearly a cafeteria with the lights turned weird. I commented at how lame this bar looked and why the hell would anyone drink there? Um, That was good. Damn, they dropped a mint on all of the sugar glass they used in this match. Uh, Sammy, definite definite standout, obviously. Like he had some, he had big, big moments in in like every segment he was in compared to other people that were not quite the same. They, they yep. scheduled them, but they just didn't pop as hard, you know? Yeah, they, they didn't really make Sammy and Sean the focal point until we got to the ring at the end. Yeah. And like, Sean Spears doing Chicago. Oh, my God, right? They had it coming. <laughs> he only had himself to blame. If you'd have been there, if you'd have heard it, I bet you you would have done the same. It's so, like, why? <laughs> they really just can't think of anything else for him but chair guy. <laughs> And it made them accidentally do this, and it was very, very funny. I was fully expecting canes and fedoras to pop out, but no. <laughs> I um, there was one moment where Sammy was they, they basically involved uh, the chair and then bolt cutters and the uh, handcuffs. Yeah, where instead of taking the bolt cutters, Sean Spears took another chair, and that led to Sammy being able to get those bolt cutters so that he could get out of the. <laughs> The, the, the handcuffs i like that <laughs> there were so many weird things like that like the random weapons that jericho is hidden around the arena that was something <laughs> that was something else baseball um, bats everywhere yeah the fact that they scored a piece of drywall because they were concerned that them going through that was going to cause an injury which is just just awesome whoever their prop guy is i i don't know man <laughs> they gotta they gotta work on it but <laughs> Uh, what uh, I would yeah. what I will say is the segments felt a bit long compared to the last one. Like they weren't cutting back and forth as much as I would have appreciated. Um, some stuff felt like it dragged out, but it was still very very like the amount of just like very memorable moments is is impressive. Last two matches on that card: Miro and Archer for the TNT title worked for me. Strange match, but really really good. Yeah, yeah, I did. Throwing yeah. snakes. <laughs> that that was yeah. It was pretty Just good. Two dudes taking each other to Pound Town. Fine by me. And a choke out from Miro gets the win. I'm happy with it. Yeah. And then, you know, I, he built it well. He used the Chuck and the Snake thing after on Twitter to, to good effect. And like, I I think that's what Miro needs to just keep doing is, is matches like that. I don't think it was very long, right? It was like under 10 minutes. Yeah, it was a, it was a fairly short match. Yeah, which is good. That's That's what it needed to be. I was very, very satisfied with that, too. And finally, in what was really the main event, let's face it, Britt <laughs> Baker wins the AEW Women's Championship against Hikaru Shida. No shock. Again, no. a match where the, 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 the yeah, everything nothing was in doubt. It was an excellent match. And you know what I really liked? Britt's parents were actually in the front row watching. I really liked that. Nice, wholesome moment that we got to see uh, from ringside afterwards from fan cam footage. Good yeah. stuff. Yeah, sweet. Uh, listen, fans were big on both women. 
they like yeah they, she to choke it up when she was walking out like big stuff like it was ah they, they were chanting throughout the match on both sides they were hot for it uh brit when she got that final lockjaw, that was it like the crowd was ready for it so yeah i like rebel almost costing brit the match with an air cr- uh cl- uh, crutch shot not <laughs> yeah. crotch shot crutch shot <laughs> i just watched rebel in a really bad match where crotches were involved so we're uh, not going to talk about it got it <laughs> But it was believable. It made for a believable moment seeing that Aaron Crutch shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It made things a little bit dicey. So I was like, okay, okay, good. And one day, Tim, someone will hit a falcon arrow and get a three count. <laughs> one day. One day. Friday, we have the DMD celebration. We have a brand new AEW Women's Champion. Looking forward to the celebration of Britt Baker. Yeah, she's, she's going to be real surface. mean to whoever's in the audience. <laughs> She's got to start that. that. Yeah, she's going to start that real. She's going to continue to do what she needs to do, which is like just take that cheap heat and cram it down, down everyone's throat because. Yeah. Okay, we're getting to the end. We're getting to NXT last week's main event. Balor and Cross Two. Cross's best match. I'm over Cross. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, they're doing the right things with him, though. Calling him a judo guy. Like, that's probably the best way they can go. And they've got his little, like, medieval get-up going on, which helps bridge the gap between MMA judo guy and uh, spooky supernatural man, I guess, from the entrance. <laughs> so, like... And Vegas magician. Yeah, it was good. It's funny because I was watching it, and I had watched Raw, and I watched uh, Umberto just just smash the living shit out of Sheamus's nose. And then I saw the bit where Balor got cross up in the apron and he was giving like the weakest back punches I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's like, I was going to criticize them both for some stuff like this because cross also put on like a very loose rear naked choke. And it's like, this is not, this stuff is not hard to do safely and make it look good. Um, but then they later, both of them later on did very, very good work doing the same thing. So it became a bit dicey to criticize them. But I always, I thought that was super weird. Cause like I, you know, my upper back, you could beat the hell out of that. It's not that bad. Like <laughs> I can it's see funny. not wanting to punch people in the kidneys, but you should be able to really lay into su- these muscular ass guys upper back and not worry about it. It's funny that you talk about the rear naked choke not being really cinched in because once upon a time, John Cena, when he would lock in his STFU finish, that used to drive Stone Cold Steve Austin crazy. He would see it. And whenever he did any show talking about the current product, he would give John Cena shit about it. Good. But what I'm saying is they need somebody now to go back to a guy like Cross. And there's a God knows there's a plethora backstage at NXT who have that clout to go up to him and say, hey, buddy, put it in a little bit harder. Yeah, like Make you him can look real. You can wrap your arms around a dude's neck without actually choking him. Like you should be able to easily tell how much is too much pressure. Like it should be tight. It, it shouldn't look like I can drive a car through it. Like, so what's next for Finn Balor? Because we have to get somewhere. Does he go back to Raw or SmackDown? That seems to be what people are expecting. Does Finn have a spot in the mid card of NXT? What do you think? I don't know. I don't know who he is as a character other than like Lone Wolf. So like if he's not fighting for championships in NXT, I don't I don't see where he fits in. We have a triple threat match. 
tonight opening up mm-hmm. the show johnny gargano pete dunn and kyle o'reilly cool kyle cool, cool kyle. kyle great great that he came out of this with such a delightful character <laughs> i have a feeling we'll see a fourth man make his return tonight to uh break up this match or get himself involved in the life of one of these three so we'll quite, see about that quite likely baby oh baby, baby. baby. all right we got last week Pete Dunn versus Bobbert Fish. A good, Bobbert. excellent Bobbert Fish. Good mid card mash, man. Just simple, yeah. easy. Dunn elevates the, ty- the, the 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 talent that he works with, and I don't know how far Bobby Fash Fish Fash Bobby <laughs> Fash Fished can go in the ring in terms of solo work. I don't know. So my question becomes: Where does Bobby Fish go? Does he reunite with Kyle O'Reilly? Do they reform Red Dragon? I don't know. I, there's some options, right? Like Kyle's probably not going to win tonight because we've seen him, you know, get his shots a, enough times. I think um, it could be, hey man, I came out to help you when you were in trouble. Where were you this week, right? Because they, you know, only beat his ass after after the fact. And where yeah. was Kyle? So yeah, they could take him that route, and then do a little Kyle Bobby feud. I think that'd be fine. Something yeah, I'd be fine with those two. Yeah. Uh, also tonight, we're going to see for the NXT Tag Team Championships, Legato Del Fantasma taking on champions MSK. Listen, listen, listen. We stand Tasma in this house, but I'd be surprised if MSK doesn't win. Yeah. Well, we also stand at MSK, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Bronson Reed spoke last week, and that's kind of why we, not why we got to this match, but it only kind of, you know got us further into this match because Santos Escobar, as we said he would do, came out and stated his claim. He wants the North American Championship. Again, a very straightforward babyface promo for Bronson Reed. Very I good. Love... You got a you got a colossal mountain to cro- climb. Very nice. Yes, very nice. Very yeah. much. Uh, and I really like it that every time MSK is evening out the odds, he's going to a new champion. <laughs> First it was Kushida, and now they found a much larger gentleman in Bronson Reed. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I just lost a championship, but now I get another one. Like, okay, that's how it works. Wow. Um, Feels like that match will close yeah. out the night. Yeah, which it's good. It's good. It's exciting. We saw the Million Dollar Face-Off last week, and LA Knight, yeah, came out. Yes. The man is going to be the Million Dollar Champion. Oh, I love it. I loved everything about this segment, and I love where it's going, and I love that it's going to be LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, and I love that they're going just... We can't keep Cameron Grimes a heel because people love him too much. So let's find a way. And they found a way. And LA Knight is such an excellent douchebag. Him coming out with the body and just be <laughs> Cameron have to be like, ah, yeah, yeah, he's got feints on feints. Like, uh, he called himself excited. the Kavorka. He said he had the Kavorka. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, that's a Seinfeld reference. That is a Seinfeld reference. <laughs> it's so good it's so good and like seeing the million dollar man do this and be like the million dollar legacy is such a good it's it's such a good little thing it's such a good bit it's such a good mid-card no title feud like this is very well put together and i don't think cameron grimes needs a damn title at the end of the day no hell no he's over he's over as it is And this is just a fun feud for him to hopefully win and move up. Or you're going to take L.A. Knight. Yeah. And he's going to win that million dollar championship parade around with it and have Ted DiBiase as a manager and then move up and whatever do next. I was so happy with that because I was like, and we haven't seen L.A. Knight since like his his other feud with uh, I think it was Bronson. Um, 
and I was like, damn, I really I want to see more of him. And then boom, <laughs> like two of the people I want to see more of on NXT doing more shit together. Love it. I want to see more Frankie Monet. She had her debut that she against did. Cora Jade. Another person I want to see more of is Cora Jade, the former Elena Black. She's going to be a star, man. She is a kid. She is, I think she, she's like 19 years old, had a great showing against Frankie. We all knew it was going to happen, but Frankie is arrogant and she's yeah. cocky as hell. And I just loved the little match they had. It was a good one. Mercedes Martinez, Zeta Ramir. I don't want to go too far into it. It was another squash. They actually had three different women's matches on the card last yeah. week. I'm hoping they keep that up, especially because it looks like we're doing Martinez and Tian Sha, which it does. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see. Good. I want to see Mercedes Martinez walk out as the winner of that feud, though, because we can't keep having her go up and then right back down. Yeah, I know Tian Sha is difficult, though, right? Like they they need to be kind of dominant. So I don't know. Maybe just yep. a lot of violence with her ultimately winning, but she's got to look kind of downtrodden for a little while all along the way. Meanwhile, we had a tag match to open last week. Shotzi and Ember took on Dakota and Raquel. Uh, we're teasing that Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez tension, but still no breakup. Yeah. Going to give it some time. Maybe we got a singles match out of Ember for the title at In Your House. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Fine like with she, it. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're just building up more tension between Raquel and Dakota, and I assume that Raquel barely escapes with the title at In Your House, and that's maybe the start of the breaking point yeah. for Raquel and, and Dakota Kai. Sure, why not? Uh, don't need that, because that already happened. <laughs> and elsewhere on this, oh my god. we what, have about hit, what about Hit Row? Hit Row! Well, that's what I'm getting at, because okay, if yeah. you watched NXT socials this week... In the parking lot, the dreaded NXT parking lot. <laughs> Dangerous You had place. Drake Maverick confronted by Everrise, at which point Hit Row came out all together in their Escalade, and they started doing a whole gimmick where they were challenging each other. Basically, everyone got challenged until uh, Killian Dane came and broke it up. So Dane and Maverick against Hit Row, I guess. Okay. okay. I mean, they basically were just like, we're taking all the gold. So we'll see. We'll see Bye. how quickly that materializes, but I think it, uh, yeah, another great setup promo. They're so good, man. So good. They have a takeover in two weeks, less than two weeks. Oh. <laughs> on, the, on the 13th. So I guess that's, uh, actually, it's two and a half weeks. They really got to start putting some matches on the card, and I think we'll get yeah. there tonight. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I expect, yeah, I expect a, a number of announcements tonight then. Uh, if you are... What, do you, what are you thinking? Who do you think wins this triple threat match? Gargano, Dunn, and Kyle O'Reilly. Gargano. I agree. Yeah. People have been looking at me funny all week, or really all the last three weeks when I've mentioned it. You don't put in that straitjacket submission in front of Gargano and look at him, if you're carrying cross, looking at Gar Johnny Gargano without something going on. They've already had like a bit of a run in too with the Austin Theory stuff, right? So it's not that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's that. I mean, the uh, and the MSK match if they win, if they retain those tag titles, I'm assuming GYV versus Champa, hundred percent, uh, yeah. and Thatcher they Toothless become Timmy. the number one contender. <laughs> yeah, Bye by me. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? We got the North American Championship again. Bronson Reed. I could see it being Santos Escobar. Is there anyone else you could see? Taking on Bronson Reed at this pay-per-view? No, I think it's 100% Santos. 
might turn into a multi-person match. That also, yeah, okay, fair. How we get there, don't know, because we do know that, again, Hit Row has put everyone on notice. Another gauntlet eliminator. <laughs> Please no. Uh, uh, LA Knight and, and Cameron Grimes, that million-dollar championship match should probably be something that we do uh, on TV and not on TakeOver. You think? I think. I could watch it on TakeOver. I'd be down with that. I would do Martinez versus Tian Shah. If Martinez yep. gets a friend, do that tag match at yep. TakeOver. I guess there are women tag champions too. We got to figure that out. The way. Yeah, that, yeah. Oh, 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 Dexter's broken heart. <laughs> yeah, the heartbreak kid. Dexter that Loomis. was so. <laughs> that was a good bit. Uh, yeah, who goes up against them? I don't know. I, Casey maybe Kat they, and Zaro. <laughs> I was about to say that's the only other tag team I could think of. Or you can put, uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Stark, Zoe Stark. Zoe Stark, yeah. Team her up with somebody, but then they have to ascend the, the rankings real fast. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough. I wouldn't be... Yeah. Oof. Oof. Might not we'll happen this out. month. <laughs> NXT starts in a few minutes. Go settle up. Get ready for the show. In the meantime, Tim, where can the kids find you on the internet? Kids can find me at Tim Stone P T I M B S T O N E P on Twitter. I would prefer fully grown adults, though, only exclusively. <laughs> I don't want to talk to kids. <laughs> we're at Tim and Joel pod. I don't care how you talk to us. We're there too. We do smack pack Sundays at noon. We do this show live 7 PM Eastern on Tuesdays. If you like the video, toss us a like, subscribe to us here. Tell your friends about it. Share this link because we want more friends in our feeds chatting with us tonight. It was so much fun seeing so many people talking with us in the chat tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, and finally, I am at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. That's all I got, twitch.tv slash Joel Pearl. I'll do that tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern during what would be Dynamite. Cool? Why not? Let's get out of here, Tim, friends, ladies, gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. Happy Pride and enjoy your wrestling. We'll see you on Sunday.